Apostle Sally Cheney. She is a member of Near New Era Apostleship Restitution. She was commissioned under Near by our Chief Apostle Dr. Paula A. Price in November of 2018. Apostle Cheney founded Rising to the Top Embassy International in 1998. I love that name, Rising to the Top. Her ministry career to this point has shown that heaven has gripped her to confront, ignite, and give expression to the moves of the Spirit for this and successive seasons in the body of Christ. She has worked in ministry for over 45 years and has had a rich experience in preaching, pastoring, teaching, and training. This woman of God is also an anointed psalmist. I'm telling you, she can teach, she can preach, but she can sing. And it's not just gifting, it's not just talent and or ability, it is the anointing of God. So, I can go on and on because she has a very extensive bio, but I want you to get to know who she is in God, in the kingdom, in the earth as an apostle. So again, Apostle Sally Cheney, welcome. So Apostle Cheney, just share with us in regards to what is going through your mind, what is going on in your spirit as it pertains to some of the things that we have discussed in weeks past. Well, I think all of them kind of tie in together, first of all, because I believe that they're saying that God is after maturation. He's after us not making things just be of no nonsense, just being no nonsense anymore. He's getting that off the line. And he's letting us know that in order to be mature, you're going to have to take on what he's telling you to take on and do it with all of the power that he's put inside of us to get to actually get the job done. We don't have time to play, is what he's saying in an overall statement. You know, God was telling me today, he said, playing is over. We're mm. off of the playing field. We're not going out for ex for an extra uh, recess, any of that. Everything is on a time with God right now of a tick-tock, tick-tock, tick-tock. And he's not going to allow us to just get away with what we got away with yesterday, which means a lot of what we've had where it's just been where he didn't uh, he didn't shut some things down. Now he's looking at it in a different stance and he's saying this will shut down real fast. This right. is going to have judgment on it. You're not going to have an opportunity to play with this at all because now I'm coming after you. I'm coming after the folks in the church. I'm coming mm -hmm. after the folks everywhere. And I'm going to let you know that I have to get a job done and right. I'm getting it done to get my kingdom back. So to do that, I'm not going to be running around letting you just mess up another thing. He's very serious about empowering us, but that's mm -hmm. going to mean that we're going to have to take off all of the way it used to be. Look at him not playing around like uh, uh, Chief Tala said. We cannot, Chief Prophet Tala was letting it be known that we don't have time to play. And we don't have time to let's, let things just be suspended at whole anymore. God is on the move and he's going to do what he has to do with or without you, with or without you, whomever it might be. So he's looking for us to be a lot more attentive and a lot more grown up and a lot more matured mm. because he's actually prepared us for this day. And we don't have to look back and say, well, God, give me five more minutes because he gave us more than that. Yes. And so he's very serious about the hour. I can see in all of those words, the seriousness of where he is. And time is not going to be like it used to be. Everything mm. has changed face in God's arena. 
He has already shifted eras through these apostles. We That's are it. all in a place right now where a new era has already come in. That's it. That is so true. You know, Apostle, you said something that was very powerful. You said God is going to do whatever he need do, whatever he deems necessary to get his kingdom back. I want you to elaborate on that statement because there are many, unfortunately, in the body of Christ that don't realize that this man's kingdom, the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, has been under attack for, for centuries, uh, even greater than that. And, and, and literally, uh, the, the enemy has been doing all he can from heaven to overthrow God. And we saw how that turned out. But I want you to help those listening understand that that state, understand the truth of that statement that the kingdom of the Lord Jesus Christ is under attack and that we, his body, have assisted in many ways, we have assisted the enemy in his 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 endeavor to take over and to overthrow. But I want you to help us understand again the truth of that statement, and then what our responsibility is in regards to assisting God in taking back dominion territory, literally realigning his, 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 his body with his agenda and aligning ourselves, realigning ourselves with his sovereignty. Speak to that. Yes. Well, first of all, taking his kingdom back is a statement that I never understood or even thought about saying until about four years ago. And Dr. Chief, Chief Apostle Dr. Paula Price, <laughs> when she made a statement like this to us, we all sat in our seats in a service and just went, what did we do wrong? And we questioned, well, I thought we were doing everything right. I thought everything looks good, God. We're still out getting people saved and getting them delivered and all of these things. But then it came to me what she was saying because she broke it down and she let us know people are allowing anything to come into his kingdom now, anything to happen. We've allowed children to be murdered in their mother's wounds. We've allowed not to speak out about it. We've allowed a lot of what's going on in our school systems and not gone to our schools and talked to anybody and spoke up about how our children are getting taught, but they're not being taught according to God's plan. We've allowed a lot of things to happen where we have actually just let things just come on the um, radar that God said, I don't want that to happen because that's going to make my church, my, it's going to make my kingdom look like it's not strong. I need you to take that out. Even not letting prayers uh, back in schools. How many of them really have fought for that? A lot of things have entered into this earth and we have not spoken up. We have not done anything. We go to bed at night and we go, oh, it's just so sad. But who of us, any of us really taking a political stance or some type of a stance as kingdom apostles and prophets to really speak up and say, it's not going to happen on my watch. It's already messed up. A lot of churches, a lot of people, a lot of people's minds are now, well, if the church can't do it, if the uh, kingdom of God can't fight for themselves, why should we do anything? Everybody out there in the marketplace is just sitting on this. 
people? Well, I'll say a lot of people are. So I can see that God is looking at us and saying, I need to get my kingdom back. And you all were a part of this. You all were a part of not speaking up, not praying against it, not coming against it, not saying, devil, you got to get up off of this land. You got to get up off of America. You got to let my people go that God wants to come back in where they need to be. They got to get back in places. Prayer got, it's got to come back. All of these other assignments that are not what God told us to be, all the immorality that's going on has got to stop. We have an obligation to do something about that. And it started first with we should have prayed. We should have prayed until something changed. We just let it just rest thinking, well, they said it on the news. What's next? <laughs> that's where I see it. Yeah, <laughs> that's so true. Apostle, why do you think, of course, when I read your bio, you've been in ministry over 43 years and probably more than that. I don't know when your bio was actually written. So some additional years have probably uh, uh, transpired. Uh, so so you, you've been in ministry almost 50 years. Let's just go ahead and say that almost 50 years. You have been in ministry. You have traveled the length and breadth of God's country. Uh, what is it? Why do you think as a minister of the gospel, one that is not a novice, one that 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 is seasoned, an apostle. Why is it that the church took uh, uh, a passive position as an apostle? Why? What's what's the reason you believe the church? took a passive position, took a backseat, because as you mentioned, uh, uh, prayer, we stopped praying. The, the church allowed, if we would be honest, allowed prayer to be taken out of the schools. The church, because of its passivity, we have, again, assisted in bringing not only the church, but bringing our country into the position, into the predicament, that it's in. So why do you think the church took that passive position and yet in a lot of instances still taking a passive position as we talked a little bit about backstage? Oh, God will fix it. God will fix it. All we have to do is pray mm -hmm. <laughs> and God will do the rest. So why do you think that is? Well, number one, because we have not put the church back in divine order of where God mm -hmm. wants us to be because mm -hmm. the apostles and prophets taking their seat is going to change a lot of things on the scene. Mm -hmm. But because we haven't had that in position, we've been taking a lot of our upfront motions through pastorate, right? Love the pastors dearly, but the pastorates are the one that we have actually let steer us to where a lot of decisions are made, a lot of things are made only through that particular office. And God wants that change. He knows that with the apostles and prophets in their proper order as foundational officers, they're going to take a front seat and they're going to speak out against these things and deal with these things as they need to. Now, why haven't we already done it over these many, many years? Because that that era of where the apostles are shifting and the prophets are shifting in place, it hadn't completely come into play. And a lot of the teaching that a lot of apostles and prophets needed to know about who they were had to happen first. That's the way I see it at this point. But at where we are as far as now, there's no excuse for it. 
apostles and prophets are being dispatched everywhere. They're being birthed into this realm. And God is looking at us differently and saying, I need you all to take this place. I need you to take and not allow another United States of America, I'll just use us, to be lost again. You don't have to let this thing go down. Speak up, speak mm -hmm. out, speak up, speak out. That's the call that he's been putting in my ears over and over. You cannot afford to not tell the truth about what's mm -hmm. going on, whether it's to the media, on every news media there is, you got to say what you've got to say, because God is coming after us now as the foundational officers to say, you're not going to let my kingdom be lost because you know that you love me more than you love this this land or you love your church or you love this and that you love me first. So you're going to come and honor me and make sure I get everything I deserve back. Mm. You, I'm telling you, listen, I need y'all to share, share, share and share, because again, we are engaged in apostolic prophetic dialogue with God's chief officer. That is the apostle. And so we need to make sure that we are doing all that we can to push the truth of God to the forefront and push aside all of this filth, this garbage, false doctrine, uh, uh, man's ideology, because the church has so embraced all of that. And mm -hmm. I believe, Apostle, that's Part of the reason, a large part of the reason as to why we're in the predicament, we're in the, the, the circumstance that we are in, because the church turned a deaf ear Absolutely. to God's apostles and God's prophets. Yes. They, they, they started, as you said, so profoundly to to the church place, the governmental reins into the hands of the pastors, the governmental reins of, of the church, yes. placed it in the hands of the pastors. Hence, they steered us. And again, we're not against pastors. Listen, I, I was one, Apostle Cheney was one. We, we yes. both have pastored <laughs> and founded churches. Yes. So please don't misunderstand. We're not against mm -hmm. pastors. That's However, right. pastors didn't birth the church. You understand? When the church was birthed, pastors didn't even exist. Right. Apostles governed the church. Prophets assisted in governing the church. And so you, you, you said something very powerful and Dr. Price wrote a, a book on it. I, I just happened to have it sitting right here on my desk, Divine Order. And yes. so uh, a, a shameless plug, shameless. I want you all to go out and, and purchase this book. Uh, and we will talk about Dr. Cheney's book, Apostle Cheney's book as well. But uh, you mentioned the word divine order. And so that's why I wanted to plug this in. Go to drpauleprice.com and, and purchase your copy, especially if you are in leadership, if you're an apostle, if you're a prophet. Uh, evangelist, past doesn't matter which office, because this book addresses uh, all offices uh, of the fivefold and even uh, the threefold. But you mentioned, you, you said that, that, that we're out of divine order. And that's part of the reason uh, that played into this. Just speak to that a little more. Uh, because, of course, I know you've heard it. Uh, we've heard messages. We've heard uh, teachings on, on, on order, divine order. But I've come to find out in the years that I have been in ministry, almost 30 compared to y'all almost 50, that what the church has been teaching and talking about divine order is not even divine order. 
So speak to that for a minute. Let's let's stir the pot a little bit, Apostle. Let's stir the pot. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Well, when me um, growing up, for myself growing up, I thought the divine order was the pastorate, the evangelist, and the teacher. We didn't get a lot of teaching about that there was anything to do um, in the area of being a uh, apostle or prophet. So we carried on trying to keep the church just going with that. And then when we started hearing that, that we're lacking something, there really are two more uh, people that we need to put in place here and tried to bring them on board. There was a lot of fights. There was a lot of people looking at us and going, how dare you? How dare you bring somebody else in here? We don't need that prophet trying to give that word. They always want to come and take over the service. So a lot of things went down with those two officers being brought to the scene. And for myself, being a pastor about maybe 30 years back, I ended up thinking that it was okay. It was okay that we left them down a little bit. But about 25 years ago, I met a prophet and she was explaining to me how important it was that we have pastors, but we needed prophets and apostles on board. And then I met Dr. Price around that time as well. And she let it be known as an apostle. She said, you are so out of order. Your church cannot be like this. She let me know that I needed to add this apostle and prophet into the scene, onto the scene. I was not going to fight it because I knew I was hungry for something that I couldn't figure out how to get to whatever it was. I knew I was missing something. And so I decided, God, I'm going to go after and study this a little while and then get the understanding because the church is doing a bad job if we're supposed to have these two on the scene and they're not finishing up their work. So I was so determined after, after a while, I was ready to get everybody on board and say, come on, let's get these two people back in place. But that took a little bit and I had to be a woman of wisdom and let God play that out. But I did realize, and I'll say this in summary in, in just kind of a, a summary statement. I realized that after and this was about 20 something years ago, after I got knowledge of what an apostle was really, what they really were and what they needed to have, what needed to happen with them. I said, Oh God, if I need to be a vessel to help that to come to be, then help me to speak up and say something about it. Because that person, when we say divine order, they're not in the picture, which means the order of this is not going to play like you want it to until they are. So God train us teach us, develop us, put us in school, just like going to school to get your doctorate degree. Because you're telling me that's the highest, highest position that God wants us to have, that they are a high position officer, higher mm-hmm. than president of the United States. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness. So I was hungry for it. I began to tell people about it. And then I went to school for myself with Dr. Price and I learned more about what that order was. Now, I'm thinking we missed it for way too long. And if we don't have this back in place, it's going to be a bad, bad showdown on this earth because order will never come back in place without those officers. Never. We'll never see the order God wants without those two officers in place because those two are the top two officers in the kingdom that God has used. They hear God. They're more sharp with God. They understand what God is saying. They're more collaborative. They're more militaristic. They have what is needed. Mm -hmm. And we're missing that. 
And that's why so much is going down in the earth because we don't have them in their proper seats. So I am at a 100% nobody could change my mind mode that when we put them completely in their places in these churches, these churches are going to soar. Doors are going to be where people won't be able to get in all the chairs Mm -hmm. because that order brings back what God wants on his mind to come on the scene. We've been missing that piece. Wow. That's powerful. You said that order brings back what God wants on the scene. That that was powerful. I'm getting ready. We, we, we've had a couple of bell moments. I was trying not to hit my bell right out the gate, but I got my bell on reserve and I'm about to bring my <laughs> bell here in a minute. because It was some powerful points uh, that you've brought out. Uh, before we transition into what God has been speaking to you and, and, and sharing with you and unfolding to you as his apostle for this year and beyond. Before we transition into that, uh, you mentioned earlier, you said that we must speak out and speak up, speak out and speak up. Help us understand what does that look like uh, in speaking out and speaking up? And you did touch on it uh, a little there, but I want you to unpack it a little further because I, I, I want to help our, our viewers and our listeners know those watching live and those that will catch the replay, uh, what they need be doing and or what they need not be doing in regards to speaking out and speaking up. Uh, what does that look like? Give us some instruction. Give us some, some direction as it pertains to those uh, 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 commandments as it were. I, I see them as a command from God that, that we need speak up and we need speak out. But how is that done? What does that look like? Help us to come into a better understanding of that. Well, first of all, call a lie a lie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now that's a bell moment. Hold on, Paul. That's a bell moment. She said, first of all, you just need to call a lie a lie. You know? Hold on. Come on, bell. There we go. Love that bell. bell. Because (laughs) in life where we are right now, we are at a point where God is going, are you going to let that conversation go on? Are you going to let that lie keep being built upon and built upon? Are you going to let that lie just take that root and destroy lives? Are you going to let those children continue to suffer? Are you going to let those people that don't have prayer in schools just continue to deny a prayer, but they got all kinds of other deities operating in there. Are you going to let your own relationship with me not be what it needs to be? Can you open up and say, no, that's not working. No, God doesn't like it. I don't like it. In other words, I hate the things that God hates and I love the things that God loves. Why in the world would we allow in this day that we're living in for people to get away with all the mess We look at all the news channels all day long and just eventually say, well, it is true. That disease is hurting a lot of people. (laughs) Call a lie a lie. okay? And we can't be afraid when people look at us in our faces and go, well, you need to hush because if you say that you won't have your license or if you they're going to throw you off of Facebook or they're going to do this, they're going to do that. All of that has to be a no-no in us. We have to come up with it and say, God, I'm speaking up for you in this hour, even if it means to death, even if it means persecution, 
even mm. if it means because all who live godly in Christ Jesus are going to suffer some per persecution. So we're at that point right now. God's looking at it and saying, I need you to stand up for me. Did you smile at that joke? Did you smile at that mess that was going on? Did you really just applaud that? Did you go sit in that all day to really get understanding? Or did you go because you wanted to see if that's something you wanted to get into? All of this is coming to light now. And God's looking at us and going, I saw you. You couldn't even hide from me. So I know that the main thing that I see in all of this and what God is saying to my, my heart and my spirit, he said, Sally Cheney, you've got to say what you need to say, even if it's to your own husband, even if it's to your own wife, even if it's that child that you think that is going to go back into drugs. Now is that season right now, especially 2022. You better tell that child you're going to hell. OK, it's not a joke. You're going to hell. You're not going to bypass. And and, and you know how you, and what's that game? Monopoly? You Monopoly. bypass and kind of get a little. Right, <laughs> it's right. not right. going to happen. Yeah, yeah. You, you got to go to hell if you keep doing what you're doing. So that is the seriousness of the hour of where he is. And if we don't speak up as apostles and prophets, we're going to have to pay for it. And it's not going to be a good payday. Ooh. My God, you said if we don't speak up as apostles and prophets, we're going to have to pay for it. And I believe that we're paying for we're paying for some of that right now. Yes. And I, I love what you said. You said call a lie a lie. Listen, again, hit that share button, you all. And come on, let's give apostles some hearts. Give her all the emojis, the thumbs up. Listen, because, you know, this is. For some of you, you haven't heard this since you've been in the church. You haven't heard this type of teaching. You haven't heard uh, the, the, this level of revelation. You haven't heard this potent of word. Uh, so come on, let's give some hearts and all of that good stuff. But she said, call a lie a lie. It's time for us to man up, to woman up. It's time for us to put on our big boy, big girls, britches, as it were. We need to come off the sidelines. We need to pull the, the mask off, the muzzle off uh, in the natural sense as well. But you know how some people are, they touch it about their mask. But muzzle, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 metaphorically, the church has allowed its mouth to be muzzled. Now, for those of you that aren't speaking in alignment with Jesus Christ, those who wow. aren't speaking in alignment with the sovereign, you need shut your mouth. Yeah. You need oh. muscle your mouth. We don't need to hear from you because that's again, some of the problem that has gotten us to where we are because the wrong persons have been speaking uh, for the God of gods and the deity of deities. But it's time for us to come out the closet. Listen, I've been saying it, mm. the, the LGBT, the transgender, the bisexual, everybody's been coming out the closet and the church has been going in. Oh, and the closets have been being emptied out. <laughs> the Ooh. church has occupied the closet. <laughs> we have—I I feel this—that you don't got me stirred up off the <laughs> We have stuck our head in the proverbial sand, yes. as though, like the ostrich, as though the rest of their body can't be seen. And yes. a lot of us have hidden our head in the sand. We have ducked in the closet. Come on here. We have taken the side of culture. We have taken the easy road because, as you said, Apostle, we don't want to rock the boat. Listen, let's tip that sucker over because this man's kingdom yes. has been under attack, yes. under siege. And it's time yes. for us as his apostles and his prophets who are his guardians. Yes. See? The apostle and the prophet are the guardians of the sovereign. And we have been 
on, on the back side of the desert. We, we, we've been in the back, the back of the booth, the corner, the dark with Flip Wilson. And, 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 and we have just allowed the devil to come sweeping through the city. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. now those whom are saying something in most cases, not all, but in most cases, they're not saying what the sovereign is saying. That's they're right. not saying in the way that he wants it said. See, in this season, we can't we can't afford, okay, however God says it to you, apostle, however he says it to me as his officers, we have to make sure that we don't lose any of what he said in the translation, in the articulation. We have to make sure that we don't fuse any of our ideology, any of our assumptions, any of our beliefs, any of our carnal yes. desires That's with right. what he said. We cannot, listen, time is out for mixing sugar with the castor oil. It's time for us to take the castor oil as it is. Man. All right, I, I done got stirred yeah. up. Right. Right. <laughs> Apostle, yeah. anything you want to say to that before we transition into what God has been saying to you and downloading to you regarding this year and beyond? Anything you want to add before we move into that vein? Well, I mean, I, you summed it up very well. I mean, that on fire statement you made is enough for me. I'm like, yes, we have transitioned and God is already doing some things to let us know enough is enough. And he's putting that those words in the atmosphere and saying, mm -mm, you all are going to speak up for me or you're going to hear my voice. You're going to hear mm. you, some stuff that you didn't want to hear. So that is our mandate right now. I love it. I love it. Listen, so Apostle, take us now into uh, and share as the Lord leads you and in regards to what he has been telling you, downloading to you as his apostle. Uh, what is it that God has been saying in regards to where we are of this year of 22 and where we're going? Okay. Well, the word of the Lord that he dropped in me and just really just echoed through others that I heard as well was that in 2022, we are being upgraded to receive God's mandates, all of his updates, everything that he's saying. And he let it be known that he's upgrading us by filling us with his word, by giving us correct revelation of his word, by understanding the true gospel, not a watered down gospel. Okay. He is not allowing us to just take on everything that we heard in all of our 50 years in school and in Sunday school and churches we've been. Now he is telling us, I'm upgrading you by filling you with the correctness of what you need to know in this hour. And the word of God is being placed in us for real. OK, we're not just going through just let me memorize that scripture. We're getting the fullness of what that word means. For example, we were not taught correctly about apostles and prophets. We were not taught that way, being those foundational officers that I mentioned earlier. And that divine order has to come back to the church if we put them back in their seats. Those apostles will be back in their seats, according to Ephesians chapter 2 and 20. So we weren't taught that. We were just taught the other, that people are supposed to be just uh, in those, just the threefold. 
the pastors, the evangelists, and the teachers, those were the only, no, I'm sorry, the fivefold was supposed to be in there, but more concentrating on those three that were not necessarily the top two officers. So now with the correct teaching and the correct revelation, apostles and prophets are now just rising up. They're rising up and doing the upgrades to get what God wants to do to receive every download that he wants to be placed inside of us. We're upgrading. We're being in a whole different fashion now. We were never taught correctly about how apostles and prophets see the destination. They develop the route to get us where we need to hear from God. They receive divine intelligence that informs us of the strategies and the course that God wants us to handle every world event. So in 2022, we're going to need these two officers like never before to be on board. Our chief apostle, Dr. Paula Price, she stated in a book that she wrote called God's Apostle Revived. Um, this book is an excellent book. It's not really where you can buy one right now, but we were studying that in uh, apostle school. That's what I call it. And she made a statement that without these two officers, the church can be directless where they are just direct uh direction. That's what I want to say. Directionless and, and without strategy and without foundation. So you've got to have those people in place for that, for direction, strategy, and foundation. And she also stated that prophets are the sophisticated radar system of the church, where apostles are part of God's solution for bringing stability in our lives and giving us a very much a stronger, broader view of life. So she gave us the understanding of why these officers are so important. So we as apostles and prophets actually in 2022 have already been upgraded in this last era to actually take us into our true identity so that we can push back on the darkness and push back on what America is having go on with it right now and get the enemy out of God's business. That's what we're doing. So after allowing God to upgrade us through all of this correct teaching and training and development that he's done, we are now better equipped to actually handle the updates he wants to give us in 2022. We can actually perceive and understand and, and take this revelation on like never before. So with this particular upgrade that he's done in 2022, preparing us, and we are ready now in position. God is downloading new orders. He's downloading new agendas, new mandates, new strategies from heaven to earth. Okay. So I'm just going to give you a couple of the, um, a few of the updates that he gave me in uh, January, the 1st of January regarding this. He said an update, 2022 update. We are approaching heavenly encounters throne room encounters and the encounters with his glory that will leave us undone. Did you hear me? It's going to leave us undone. What he's about to allow us to see and experience in those throne room encounters is going to leave us undone. Some of these worship services don't even know what's about to happen and what's, a co what's coming to our particular ministries and, and to that relationship, even in your one-on-one -on -one encounter with God. And then the update, God is going to manifest his goodness, his glorious self, in a way that we will see the nations tremble before him. The nations are going to tremble before him because they're going to see God in a way they never seen him before. He said another update was judgment is here for those who refuse repentance. So God is letting some things just play out. And I taught on this last week on Thundering Prayer. Things are going to play out, especially in those that have refused repentance. Judgment will play out. 
The wow. mess in your life is going to play out, whether you like it or not. An update. God is confronting his church head on. I mean, head on. It's time to take inventory of our thoughts. It's time to take inventory of our actions, clean up our walk, purge all those old habits that are not pleasing to him because he's going to confront every bit of mess that comes up in our life. And it's not going to take 24 hours. It's going to be in that same hour before the sun goes down. And then mm. lastly, the 2022 update, God is washing away all the residue of the old move. And I was questioning him on that. And I said, okay, God, that's a lot. He said, those gates have no more access in your life. When the events of the past and the, and how things were instrumental for that era, when they consume us, we have little interest in the future. We just leave everything alone. So, that, so therefore, there's that new spiritual pulse that he's given us in the spirit in 2022 of how he wants things done and how he wants to move. And we have to follow his exact orders. So knowing that God's moves are pro progressional, they're not really stagnant. We got we got to have to ask ourselves if we have actually missed out on that progressional revelation that he wanted to keep us from going back to that old move that we had before. We need to ask ourselves. So he's just letting it be known, uh, Prophet, that is we're at a time where we're seeing men and women in the limelight. But this year he's taking center stage and he's taking center stage to win this kingdom back. He's locking down. He's locking down and he's locking down on all this era, all these wrong words, all these wrong prophetic words, That's all it. these apostles calling themselves apostles and they're not apostles. He's Come on here. Down. He is locking down and he's going to not, not allow the mess of these. I'm telling you, the apostles that are calling themselves apostle, you are trying to mess up his game plan, but you're going to have to deal with the judgment of playing with him because he will not allow the mess to follow him in the days ahead. So all mm. the true prophets, prophets are coming alive. All the, the true prophets and apostles are coming alive and all the falseness is being exposed. It's going to be exposed in the media outright. That's it. So in every area, people are going, it's coming to light. God says, I am, I tried to get y'all together in 2021 and you didn't listen to me, but in 2022, you're going to hear me and you're going to do what I tell you to do because I am going to bring you out in the open and your name will hit the airways. So that's how he's had enough of the mess and he's expecting the best out of each one of us to get this job done. My God today, spoken like a true apostle. I'm telling you, this woman of God said, the falseness is being exposed. So all of you who talk about God doesn't expose people and he's a God of love and shut that up. Read your Bible, first of all. Let's go ahead and read. Let's, let's go ahead and read scripture. Let's go ahead and read scripture. All right. Let's go ahead and read scripture. <laughs> because the Bible is very clear in how God handles those who refuse to hear his word, adhere, and make the necessary adjustments. And he, I love that. Uh, he is exposing the falseness. And unfortunately, there's a lot of falseness. There's a lot of, of fallacy. There's a lot of counterfeit, uh, counterfeits that have taken center stage, that, that have influence, that have affluence, that, 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 that have the television broadcast, that have uh, the, the, the international reach. But God is getting ready, not getting ready. He is already 
initiated it. As Dr. Price has said, the hard reset, and she was teaching that, preaching that, I think back in 17, 18, somewhere in there. You correct me if I got the date wrong. But way before 2020 hit the scene, she had been teaching it. And so we see the change of the guard. We see uh, the, the, the restructuring that God is doing in his body. Um, Apostle, uh, you said in regards to the word that the Lord gave you, uh, and say it again, because I didn't write it down. He's uh, downloading, what, what was the, the, the theme as it were? Uh, he's upgrading us. What was it that you said? Yes, the actual theme is that he's, we're being upgraded to receive his updates. We've not mm. been able to receive his updates clearly because we weren't upgraded in him. We weren't we weren't with the truth. We were believing every kind of everything that was said, a watered down gospel. We had that going on. So now we've actually to be able to receive the updates. He had to clean us out, purge us mm -hmm. out, get us in position, uh, teach us the correct revelation of the word. We were believing some statements in the word that he's now going. That was wrong. <laughs> so, so now he's having to get us with the true gospel, the understanding of what he really was saying. And it's taking the apostles and prophets to really bring that to pass. They're That's speaking it. the true gospel now. Mm. That's it. We're being upgraded to receive his updates. I love that. So we need to become adequate first and foremost. We need to become compatible with what he desires to download, that, that, that is just so powerful. So a, a, a lot of us, we're, uh, like I, I, have, I, I have an iPhone, I believe you do as well. And those who, who have an Apple device, we know that constantly Apple is sending updates to our phones. And, and, and if you don't receive the updates and download the updates, it will cause issues with the operation of your phone. And many of us have not been operating correctly. We've been in up because we have not received the updates from, from heaven. We have not received the updates from the throne room. And as Apostle has shared, part of that reason is because we refuse to allow him to upgrade us. We need an upgrade as it pertains to our database. We need an upgrade as it pertains to our hardware, our hard drive. Some of us, we still are operating with uh, our uh, carnal, uh, we're still in operation and we're still in collaboration with our fallen nature. We're still operating off of a carnal mind. Therefore, we can't receive the updates because we haven't been upgraded. That's right. That is so good. Thank you for that revelation. I was going to tell you that after a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, listen, you brought it. You brought it as the apostle, and I just build upon it as the that prophet. That is a prophet. Thank you. <laughs> well, praise God. Well, you know the apostles and the prophets go hand in hand. We have to be. We have <laughs> yes, to be. <laughs> and, you know, in regards to that, speak to us. Uh, uh, we have, I'm telling you, an hour goes by so fast. Lord have mercy. Um, <laughs> but then again, it's my show, so we have some time. But um, I, I, I want you to help those listening uh, whom are apostles and prophets. And we pray that you're God's apostles and God's prophets. Mm -hmm. uh, what are some of the responsibilities that the prophet and the prophet must operate in, must adhere to, to 
assist God in the reclaiming of his kingdom, taking back his kingdom. What? And I asked this, uh, I believe, to all the previous guests, and I, and I just love um, the, the, the revelational answers and response that they've given. And so what is the, the responsibility of the apostle and the prophet? If that's what people say they are, what is it that they're supposed to be doing to assist God in what he told me, Operation Sovereign Take Back? What are we supposed to be doing in assisting him as apostles and as prophets? Just give us some, some, some pointers uh, or, or some guidelines, as it were, in regards to what we're supposed to be doing. Right. Well, again, you got to speak the truth. You got to be able to to get people to the point of where they need to be, <clears throat> where God wants them to be and to get them cleaned up and ready for him and just in the right stance with him. We as apostles and prophets have to tell them the truth. And we also have to teach them the correct gospel. As I've said mm -hmm. before, we're going to have to come to uh, the grips that People are going to have to see us as apostles and prophets working together because we are definitely a team. And they're going to have to see that by um, our lifestyles of how we act out in the public, because sometimes when we're on programs like this or in the church view, people don't see a pro prophets and apostles in a restaurant acting like they need to be acting or being sensitive in the spirit to speak the truth to the waiter. Right. You know, instead, we chew out the waiter. So there's a lot of things that need to be seen, but telling people that God really is wanting to get his body in right shape and get them ready for his return, telling people that God really wants us to be those in the kingdom that make him look good, letting people know mm -hmm. that it's all about him. It's not about us first, um, getting them out of just thinking world. I'm going to help you church to always get this new car and get this. No, I'm going to tell you the truth about who you are and where you're going and how to get you out of living in hell the rest of your life. And I'm going to give you the outline of what that looks like. Getting up in a church service and speaking a prophetic word that doesn't have to be about giving you no, more money, but getting up in a church service and being able to say you were at the club last night and you had about five drinks and then you slept with Tony's wife and then you came home, you beat your children up and you came up here and got in the choir, sit your behind down. So there's a lot, I'm an, I'm a truthful apostle because I, I the majority of the time I have to go around and just go, I heard what you didn't say and let's get to the point. Okay. Because we're wasting a lot of time not telling people what they really need to hear. People wow. are crying out for our help, but they don't really want you to give them money. They want you to help them get delivered. That's true. They want to know God for real. They want to know if you're real, you won't leave them, but you'll actually do what you say you're going to do. Go give them a coat. Don't say, I'll pray about it. So right. I know that's a real simple approach, but I believe the apostles and prophets have to be that direct because we hear from God. We're after making him look good. And everything that he wants to make him look good has truth in it. As Dr. Price calls it, the truth serum. So mm. I'm going to give everybody a dose of truth serum. And then I'm going to lead them to the way they need to go to a higher place with him. And I'm going to let them see that perfection comes in. You just walking it out. You're going to have to see that you're going to have to take four months to get through this. I'm not giving you an overnight miracle. Wow. So mm. 
And you know, that's what we want. We want it quick, fast, and in a hurry. We want it instant. Uh, we want an overnight miracle. However, the miracle in and of itself does not change the mindset, the mentality, the behavior. The miracle mm -hmm. in and of itself does not necessarily bring about deliverance. No. And so if you're not delivered in the area that deliverance is needed, yes, you aren't able to maintain the miracle. That's right. See? Yeah, I'm telling you, this this, this has been powerful. Um, you, again, so many powerful, potent things that you said, that you brought out, that you walked us into, walked us through. But one of your latter statements, you said, we as apostles and prophets, we must be direct. We must be, and, and, and let me help us. She's not talking about being uh, uh, nasty to people mm -hmm. and, and, and being rude mm -hmm. and, and, and uh, not being, uh, um, not speaking the truth in love. We know what, if, if you read your Bible, you know that Jesus, the word of God instructs us to speak the truth in love. But my issue with this whole truth, or rather this whole uh, love gospel uh, that, that, that has just, spread throughout the church is that we have we have embraced the, the the false understanding that truth condones and truth doesn't condone truth confronts <laughs> yes and i believe that's what you're saying that we have to be bold enough as god's prophets and apostles and lord have mercy these are the 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 the, the, the chief officers, the chief offices, yes. the apostle, according to uh, uh, Corinthians 12, uh, uh, for, uh, he set first apostles, secondarily prophets, and thirdly teachers. And, you know, I don't understand how you could be an apostle and a prophet and you're, you're, you're uh, intimidated and, and you're, uh, <laughs> you wear your heart on your sleeve and you're more <laughs> concerned about your perception and your image. But it's time for the true apostles and prophets of God, as Apostle Cheney has so profoundly said, to stand up, not in of our own might or strength, not stand up in our, in our own intellect or ability, but stand in the office that God has installed and set us in, allow that mantle, that apostle's mantle, that prophet's mantle to do what it is designed to do. And we have to be direct. We're in a season with all that's going on with COVID, with what happened with the election and all these other variants that are taking place. We cannot afford, as you said, to uh, uh, to be timid, to be afraid and frail in addressing truth, in confronting the issues that God's kingdom is facing. We have to stand up, we have to speak up, and we have to speak out, and we have to say what he says as he said it, and we cannot be concerned about our reputation. We can't be concerned about the kickback we have to be the guardians and the defenders of this man's kingdom.